Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. One more hour to go on Weston Walker Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. I wanted to read some of the reaction on Dave Canales being hired by the Panthers to become their next head coach. And so I've got a few tweets for you, Wes. Here's one from Jordan Reed, NFL draft analyst for ESPN. He said the intrigue of the Panthers job isn't high. They were always going to have to hire someone a year early or a candidate that's not established. And so I saw some people on the text line writing that same very thing about how maybe they just got the Ben Johnson of this year where you go get him a year early and then he still could be that right answer. It's just that now he's on your team and you beat everybody else to the punch. Mm -hmm. This is something that's interesting to me because if the Panthers aren't that attractive because of their own doing, because of their own bed that they made with all of the decisions that happened in the offseason, bad coaching hires in the past, all of that stuff, then even if you are trying to get out of it, even if you're trying to make better decisions now, you might have to beat everybody else to the punch. And so while Bobby Slowick is there for the taking, possibly, I don't know about Bobby Slowick wanting to come coach your team. You could do the whole Ben Johnson thing again, work with CJ Stroud, go back to Houston, or take one of the jobs that have reached out to you for a second interview. Like Slowick... Anybody else that's a little worried about the inexperience, too? Like, Slowick is more inexperienced than Dave Canales is. Both of them have one year worth of calling plays, and Canales has been in the NFL longer. Now, I know Bobby Slowick is a part of a football family, but still, the the inexperience, that would be the problem with Slowick. I, I understand that idea from Jordan Reed saying the Panthers are going to have to strike early on somebody, and it seems like that's what they did while also having the connection and alignment from your general manager and your now head coach. I actually like that line of thinking, though, because this is one of those things that if he comes into next season, and it was kind of like Ben Johnson's. Ben Johnson, his name was kind of hot last year, but now after the success that the Lions have had, I mean, he is on fire. And so the thing is about a Canales, too, you could easily see that scenario playing out to where he comes in the next season, Tampa Bay's, Better or just as good as they were this year. I mean, granted, they were nine and eight, but a couple games better, maybe. Offense, a little better, a little more balance. People would have been on Dave Canales just as bad. He would have shot his way to the top of the charts as far as coaching highs for next season, too. So I like that as well, getting a guy a year early um, instead of waiting until next season comes around again and they've got options and they maybe want to look at something else. Because to me, for the Panthers, too, I think all things considered with the perception of this job, I think it's a hell of a a coup for them to be able to get this. Because you look at, I was listening to uh, this morning, Chris Canning was talking about it on his show. And he was like, I wouldn't touch that Panthers job if I was a coaching candidate. He said, especially if I'm a younger coach that I know I'm going to have multiple opportunities in the future. He was like, I wouldn't touch that job because of that owner. And so for the Panthers to overcome that, and be able to get a guy who, yeah, he might not be the most glowing candidate right away, but still, 
we're impressed enough about what he's done to this point, what he did last year, and then what he could have done next season that would have made him a top-notch candidate and then maybe look at the Panthers like, mm, I don't, I don't want to touch that. So, yeah, I, I like that line I'm thinking as well. What you got, Shrappy? Well, I think this is also an interesting hire because we'll be able to see if David Tepper is learning, and I think the major learning point will be his patience because I think – of what you were saying, if we did go out and hire this guy, you say maybe a year early before he was quote unquote top of the chain or, yeah. you know, I think David Tepper will, will will really have to show that he is willing to let this play out and let him develop as a coach and not expect that immediate success year one. And I think that'll be an important thing for him to show. And I think that's funny, too, because I, I forget who put the text on there, but they said, what did he get an eight to 12 game contract? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. But that's yeah, it. That think, was part of the negotiation. Yeah, I think I think he's got to be patient. And I think the number one thing that's going to keep him employed is if you know we see improvement in Bryce Young and improvement in his offense. I think that's going to be the number one thing for job security for him. Not that I think the Tepper would necessarily fire him before the season's over with if he doesn't see results like that. Because I think now at this point, you'd like to hope. I'm not saying that Tepper has. You'd like to hope that he knows going into this season, like, yo, we're we coming up out of the mud this year. All right, ain't no we a quarterback away and we should be competing. Now the picture is clear. The picture's painted. We need a lot. This is going to take some time. And scared money doesn't make any either. That's, so that's if, if you are always there to say, oh, I don't know, I can't trust David Tepper. Like, I, I understand that. But I can't just say this hire is terrible because David Tepper made it, and we're never going to see a good one. At least at some point, you got to fall backwards in a decent one, right? Like I just measuring this for what it is. Maybe Dave Canales isn't successful uh, successful with Carolina, but a lot of that might be because of David Tepper's own doing. And it would have been a good hire had he been a head coach somewhere else, right? And if you're scared about Dave Canales not being experienced enough or having only done this as a play caller for one year then, oh, okay, well, that's too risky. We'll go with something more safe. The safe option is to do a retread that finished about 500 or whatever. But that's not what we want either, right? Yeah. Like I want the ceiling to be higher. And I don't know what the ceiling is, which excites me. Sure, it could scare you, but here's something I do know. Maybe I don't know it. <laughs> but what I do think I know <laughs> is that I don't expect last year to happen again. Not two wins when we all expected them to be competing for the division. Now the expectations are lower, right? I don't, I don't expect them to compete for the division next year. Okay. Now I don't expect that. Last year I did, and I was very wrong on that. So now that Canales isn't coming in with those types of expectations, now it's just trying to salvage what you already have in a number one overall pick rather than hitting the ground running like Frank Reich was supposed to do then you're judged on a completely different level. It ain't the same game those guys are coaching anymore. Canales is coaching on a completely different level than what Frank Reich was asked to do. In fact, Frank Reich brought the level down to where Canales could hopefully bring it back up. And I think that matters. And so you go get the inexperienced guy and we're not scared of it. And then we just go get Vrabel, who would have been a good hire or another guy that had been fired from their previous job. Instead, let's go get the person that has a higher ceiling that we just don't know what it is because we've never seen it before. I want to read a few other tweets just about the hire, and then we can drop it like it's hot. Uh, I did reference the Mina Kimes tweet earlier. 
One thing about Dave Canales, what he did really well in Tampa was he got Baker Mayfield to play faster. He averaged the lowest time to throw of his career, and it was the lowest sack rate he's had since 2018. Brad Spielberger quote tweeted that and said Baker's pressure to sack rate was nearly halved from his 2021-22 levels. Definitely the biggest improvement. Geno's came down as well under Dave Canales. So if you're doing that with two different QBs, that's a big deal. Not going to get as many sacks, not going to put Bryce Young in as much harm's way. And I like that from Canales. Now, the one thing I will say to, to cut you off a little bit is that now, that's one thing I will agree. I, again, I forget the text of who said it. Now, they did talk about, now those quarterbacks, he did a phenomenal job of revitalizing them. But when it comes to them playing faster, getting that release point out, we got to point out, too, that those guys also had guys that could win immediately. And that's what the Panthers have got yep. to go do if they want Bryce Young to be able to get this thing going. It's like Geno did have Lockett, Metcalf, and those boys that they can win matchups on a fairly considerable basis. Evans, God, one of those guys can win those matchups on a fairly considerable basis where it's like, all right, if you can get the football out quickly, you got guys that are going to be there to get it to. Carolina, man, like I said, you got to go out. Let's see a T. Higgins or a Mike Evans, Gabe Davis, some of those guys in here, a couple of couple of new additions. Hopefully you can maybe keep Thielen uh, in the mix as well. I wouldn't even mind Thielen being a number two if you're able to go out and get a bona fide number one. Also, can we just have a screen game that we saw in Tampa? Because it was terrible here in Carolina. The screen game was awful. LaVishka, well, that's because nobody bought your, uh, your your deep passing attack, so they were sitting on everything. All right. We got a little bit of time left. I say we go ahead and hit it. I, I want to play a few sound bites. Time now to shrop it like it's hot. In case you missed it, we broke the news along with Ian Rappaport. We basically just read his tweet on air. But here's Ian Rappaport and his audio breaking the news of Dave Canales being named the Carolina Panthers head coach. Sources say the Carolina Panthers have identified their new head coach. It is expected to be Dave Canales, the Bucks offensive coordinator. I am told they are closing in on a hire. Still some hoops to jump through. Still some work to be done on the contract. But this is their guy. No doubt a surprise. A dark horse candidate. And there's a lot to like here for the Carolina Panthers, especially the work that Canales has done with quarterbacks. I mean, look at the year Baker Mayfield has had a career year back to playing as well as he did certainly early on with the Cleveland Browns. He worked with Russell Wilson. Uh, of course, he has ties to Seattle. Uh, this is a guy they believe has a hugely bright, bright future. The Carolina Panthers, the next team to identify their new head coach. It was funny to hear Ian Rappaport a little more surprised than we were. Is that a dark horse candidate? A surprise for sure? It's like, oh, we weren't really all that surprised, to be honest with you. We were not. But uh, perhaps he's speaking to a national audience that thought it would be a Bobby Slowick who was catching steam because of the postseason success. And we saw the odds, the, the gambling yeah. odds had Frank Smith. And they still had Kellen Moore, despite not having one interview. It was yeah. like, this is 2024. This ain't 2023 anymore. <laughs> yeah. Vegas didn't catch up. Yeah. Let's move on to the Adam Schefter soundbite. Here is Adam Schefter talking about the most important relationship that Canales is going to have to cultivate. Of course, that's with Bryce Young. To me, the biggest, most important relationship in that organization now, and it's not close, is the one between Dave Canales and Bryce Young. Because this team mm. mortgages its future mm. on the court that that organization believes in and has the chance to grow into a good player. They need somebody who's going to nurture him, allow him to grow, and become the quarterback 
that they believed he was when they traded up and gave away all those picks to give up to get Bryce Young. And so that is the most important relationship in that organization now. You could take Tepper, you could take Morgan, you can take any of these guys, but it's about Dave Canales and Bryce Young and what they do together. Here's what Mike Kay of the Charlotte Observer tweeted out, too. He said he asked Seahawks wide receiver, former Seahawks wide receiver Brian Walters, about what he expected from new Panthers head coach Dave Canales. Here's what Walters said. Quote, he's full of energy, running around at practice, etc. And he's so compassionate. You can tell he genuinely cares about you, not only as a player, but as a person. He's a good relationship builder. He's a great leader. And this is Walters, who played for Canales from 2012 to 2014. It sounds a lot like what Mike Evans had to say when we played that soundbite last week or maybe even two weeks ago. Players don't I don't know if I've heard one negative comment about him. I haven't heard a lot, but we've played a lot of comments that are very glowing about the and new head the coach. that's the thing, man. Those guys aren't going to sit there and say stuff if, if they don't truly feel that way, especially going in-depth. I mean, we just saw the big Fangio who's been hired by Philadelphia. They said one of the reasons he was ousted in Miami was because the players didn't like him. Yep. And so we're not hearing any of that about Canales, but I do think, like they said, we had the, the, the writer on to talk about and he, he spoke on the positivity that he brings. We just heard it right there, man. That stuff matters. And when you're talking about being a leader of men and pros, those guys, no matter how big and tough and rough they may be, they want to know that the coach cares about them. And I know as a player, I was like that. If I didn't have a relationship and the coach just treated me like I was just a guy, like I was just like, man, whatever. Like, you know, that matters when you have a coach that you know is there for you. He genuinely cares. How many times do we see interviews with players when they say that about coaches? Oh, he's like, oh, man, he doesn't just ask me about football. He asked me about my family, about my mom and different things like that. So I think that that goes a long way into being a leader of men. It feels like almost kindness is mistaken for weakness with yeah, Dave Canales definitely. because he's a nice dude because he's so positive. Oh, he's not a football guy. He's not an alpha. I don't yeah. want this guy. I want somebody that's going to ream these players out. Right. You know, and that like, gets old real quick. I bet it does. I bet it does. Last one. Here's Ian Rappaport once more. Here he is uh, talking more about the Dave Canales hire here in Carolina. You know, Mike, you mentioned the positivity. If you follow Dave Canales on Twitter, there is certainly a lot to like as far as positivity. And he lives it and breathes it. And, you know, for I think it's fair to say for the Carolina Panthers building, they need a little juice. Last year was not good. And this is a guy who certainly will galvanize the building. I know they've been you know, working on, on getting this building right in alignment. And Dan Morgan now in uh, as the general manager. And, and they, these two obviously have known each other from Seattle. There, there is a lot to like with this pairing. Should also mention that uh, Dave Canales is a minority candidate. He is of Mexican descent. Uh, Bryce Young also of Mexican descent. Uh, now we, they will work together. And look, if you're Bryce Young, there is a reason, guys, that this was the number one overall selection. There is a reason why so many teams believe that this was the best quarterback prospect. Looking back now, everyone's, oh, we knew seat. No, they thought Bryce Young was the guy. They have hired a coach to, among other things, get the absolute most out of their former number one overall pick. It matters a ton for Bryce because if it doesn't work for Dave Canales, then it's not going to work here in Carolina. Nope. He'll be moving on elsewhere to have success if he has success in the National Football League at all. So this is for Bryce, too. They got to make the best hire for Bryce Young, and then really everything else comes secondary to that, which seems weird because you want it to be about the Carolina Panthers team as a whole, and I get that. It feels weird to say that, but if Bryce is playing a lot better at the most important position in sports, then everything else will start to fix itself, too. Defensively, we'll see what happens there, but 
Bryce Young needs all the help he can get. And the Panthers feel that Dave Canales is that guy. We have a couple more segments to go. We continue to break it all down. Wesson Walker Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta. And check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. is continuing to read glowing reviews about Dave Canales as the head coach and I'm excited man I know everybody's trying to bring us down because they don't want to hear the positivity on this and I get it David Tepper hasn't done a great job of hiring these coaches before but I did like Dave Canales if we were to view this as another team hiring Canales then I would have thought that was good right but then once you add Tepper into the pot oh this is terrible (laughs) I don't want him anymore yeah so would it, would it have happened with Ben Johnson? I do wonder that because he obviously had a lot more heat coming in. If Ben Johnson is the coach, then are we still getting the same replies that we are on the negative side via the text line? Just like anything, man, people can always have something bad to say. You could hire, yeah, I don't even know who you could hire. You could hire the best coach out there. They could get Andy Reid in here or That's somebody the thing like we that. Don't and really people know. would be like, oh, I don't like that because I don't know if he's going to be able to do the same thing without my homes. Like Retread. everybody's going to always, yeah, yeah everybody's going <laughs> to always have something to say. So, uh, you know, I think Ben Johnson, people would have looked at it more of a home run because of the doubt that came with getting him in the first place. Like, you know, when the season ended, everybody was like, man, especially after Tepper threw the drink. People were like, man, Ben Johnson's not going to come here. Yeah. Nobody wants to play for this guy. And that's the national perception and the local perception. So I think if Ben Johnson had been the guy, then I think you would have seen more people super excited. Oh, this is a home run. I can't believe they pulled this off. I didn't think we were going to get him because they didn't think they were going to get him. Yeah. And so I, I saw a couple people write this. I saw one in particular earlier write in. You guys must be on Tepper's payroll. I'm going to tell you what. If I was on Tepper's payroll, I would have been fired a long time ago. You're lying about that, both of us. I think yeah, that would have he would have shown up personally to yeah. give me the boot. He yeah. would not have liked what I've had to say about him <laughs> in the past. I do try to be fair and criticize the stuff that seems like a real problem. Here, I understand why the fan base is apathetic while they're so checked out on who might be the next head coach. But it is happening. Like Dave Canales, you might like as a coaching candidate. And then as soon as I say David Tepper is the ultimate person that hired him, then you don't like him anymore. Which, again, fine. But I'm going to try to view this in a vacuum. What does this hire say about what the Panthers could achieve with what he's accomplished in the past? Not because of who hired him, but because of what he's done. I like it. I really like it, and it's why we've been a fan of Canales. I was a fan of Callahan. 
I was a fan of Ben Johnson if he were to get this job, Bobby Slowick, Frank Smith. Okay. I probably know a little less about him than some of the other candidates that we've talked about, but sure, it seemed like a pretty good pool of candidates. And here they are deciding that Dave Canales is going to be their guy. Here's a tweet from Jordan Reed I found interesting. Jordan Reed, NFL draft analyst for ESPN. He said, one of my favorite on-the-road stories to tell is about Dave Canales. Met him a few years ago at Liberty's Pro Day for Malik Willis. And before the throwing session starts, he's in a side room from the indoor field discussing which pre-snap stance that he prefers for QBs. Jordan said he went on and on for about 30-plus minutes about it and then explaining each in great detail. I'm not surprised to see how much he's helped Geno and Baker in their careers. The ultimate teacher... And I'm excited to see what he can do for Bryce Young. Okay, I'm sure a lot of QB coaches and offensive-minded guys have different conversations about pre-snap stances. But Jordan Reed, who evaluates this stuff for a living, likes what Dave Canales was saying compared to everybody else who might have an opinion on this. And I find that interesting. If he's the ultimate teacher, there's evidence to back it up. We've seen those results on the field. We're getting anecdotes about that. We're getting different stories about it. I just, if I don't know, if I don't know what's happening in the locker room or with some of these relationships that have happened with previous players, everybody else's stories are pretty damn glowing about it. And so I have to take that for what it's worth. I have to take that as some sort of evidence on the field and what people are saying about him and then applying that to whether I like the hire or not. And I sure do. I sure do, as soon as it was announced, and it's why we were high on it before he was announced. Yeah, as we're reading tweets, Dave Canales, uh, about Dave Canales, RG3 loves to hire too. RG3 tweeted out, Dave Canales is a spectacular in all caps. He put spectacular mm. in all caps, hire by the Panthers, specifically for Bryce Young. He talked about him relaunching the careers of Geno and Baker. And he said, in back-to-back years, by building the offense around their strengths in his West Coast scheme, excited to see him work with Bryce. So there is a lot of national uh, accolades for this hire that's coming in as far as people people mm-hmm. liking this hire. And so, uh, you know, I think that this guy, he seems like there's a lot of positive things at the table. And I don't feel like, I, I know there were people who liked the Frank Reich hiring, but I'm not sure we got some of what we're getting about Canales. No, we're not. Not this kind of reception. Yeah. And I, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to get it twisted and tell you that I didn't like the Reich hire. Like, I liked it. I wasn't as excited as I am about this. This fits the mold of what I think most NFL fans want. I think most fans wanted to see a popular assistant, a popular coordinator that had success, that is a little bit younger in age. And while that might be a stereotype, hey, just go get the young OC because they all work out, that's not necessarily true. I'm not telling you that all young OCs work out. But we have seen some young offensive coordinators turn into great head coaches or guys that are certainly on the rise. We've already done this. Kyle Shanahan, very good coach. Hadn't won a championship, whatever, but I'll tell you right now, Wes, I'll take Kyle Shanahan if you want to trade for Dave Canales. You would. (laughs) I'm (laughs) just telling you. Sean McVay, I think, is a tremendous head coach, young, offensive-minded, but has earned the respect of that team in different iterations of that team. So Sean McVay, good head coach. We can go to Mike McDaniel. On the rise, two playoff appearances, bad game plan against Kansas City, but that's also against maybe the best QB we've ever seen, certainly on his way, one of the better coaches we've ever seen in below 30-degree weather. So 
like some of th- this seems to be the most stable way of hiring a coach. And they finally did that rather than go for the retread guy that was fired and then try to put him alongside a bunch of other minds. You did that instead of going after Matt rule, whose biggest claim as a great head coach was revamping Baylor and turning temple around, which okay, but that's a little unconventional. We've seen it before, but then that led to all the, you know, how much success have college football coaches had making that jump to the NFL? This seems a little more conventional, which I like, especially if we just need to get back to bases, hire, hire your GM one. You did that. Hopefully you let that GM hire the head coach. And because of their connection, it's not like Dan is hiring somebody he doesn't know until this interview process. He knew about Dave because he worked with him for seven, eight years. Mm -hmm. That matters a lot. And if you like that guy, then you're going to bring him on board. And that's exactly what Dan Morgan and I guess David Tepper decided to do. Yeah, the Panthers out here shocking too. The, The New York Post posted that the Panthers hired Dave Canales in head coaching stunner. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. People are surprised about this. Shroppy, what did uh, you have to say about some of the things we were talking about? Yeah, I just, for the fans that aren't thrilled with this, I mean, I understand being cautious about being excited about this hire um, just because of the track record. I mean, we were sold in, on on a division contending you know team last year and we were all bought into the all-star so like i understand why people are hesitant to be excited but at the same time it has to give you some sort of confidence in the hire when you look at the national media being excited about it and not only that but you have buccaneers fans and players that seem to be very upset that they lost their guy uh like one of my my buddy yeah. dominic is a big uh bucks fan and he was upset and then you have DJ on the text line saying that his uh, Bucks uh, fan coworker said it feels like my annoying cousin stole my Christmas present. Yeah, right, <laughs> and, we did. It's ours now, yeah. buddy. So I think I think the confidence should be in the fact that other people nationally say it's a great hire, and you have the fans of the team that are upset too. Um, and I understand being cautious about David Tepper, but at the same point, you know, even a blind squirrel. Finds a nut every once in a blind while. squirrel. So, <laughs> yeah, David Newton just tweeted out a couple minutes ago. He said that he was told that Canales had a great interview with the Panthers on Wednesday, and he was able to quote paint a picture of what he wants to build. So he's out here, uh, Picasso, and in, in these interviews. I like it. Yeah, the interview process had to be strong. We know how important it was when David Tepper passed on Shane Steichen the first go around. I'd love to know that picture he painted. I would love to know that as well. Just how good was it? What kind? Was it impressionalism? Was it, was it realism? Was it a real picture or was it fake? Parker, you're a cultured man. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. I've never heard those terms. Uh, <laughs> maybe I'm a heathen, but I've never heard those terms when talking about painting. I don't want I don't want my head coach to paint an abstract painting. Like, now that I, we'll I do know. And I like abstract. Yeah, I mean I do too, but yeah. I don't want my head coach doing that. Like if we're gonna go with some kind some kind of style, I want realism. That's what I want. Yeah. I want you to paint a very One real of your picture for me. Rappers is the abstract. The abstract, yes he is. Yes, yes he is. Word to Q tip. Uh seven seven three number writes in a good question. Did Morgan and Tepper hide? Canales at the advice of Sportsology. I don't have that information. It's a good point. They had to help. I mean, they hired them. Right. So right. They... And, and when people were making the joke, understandably, even Joe Person was writing about this, David Tepper hiring Sportsology, uh, Sports a hiring firm. Did I just say that wrong again? Sportsology. There it is. When they hired Sportsology. Uh, 
it was weird that you just hired a GM that was already in the building. It's not like they helped you uncover a whole bunch of candidates. I do wonder if they hired the firm strictly for the coach and how much they helped in the Dave Canales hire. I do wonder that. Or, so, or maybe Sportsology just said that Dan Morgan was the best candidate they had come through the door. Right. I mean, you have to think about that, too. So Yeah, right. and I mean, to your point, Walker, too, just talking about making the offensive higher, you know, putting labels on these coaches. But you're already seeing Tampa Bay uh, news outlets saying, you know, how abrupt and surprising the news is, but saying, what do the Bucks do next with hiring an OC again. So this would be Tampa's yep. third OC coming up in the last three seasons. Well, and so if it's Todd Bowles, like who, and I know we've disagreed on like how good of a coach Todd Bowles is, but yeah, he made a good hire in Dave Canales. Like at least that's a real strong point in what Bowles does. It's so hard to keep nailing those hires though. Yeah. And so now you got to do it again. <laughs> that's what's tough. You, here, here's your reward for nailing the first hire. You have to do it again, and you lose what was such a good hire in the first place. Baker should be an offensive almanac before it's all said and done, all the offensive coordinators he's had. Well, that's what John Ludyard, or Ledyard was <laughs> tweeting out. He said, huge loss for the Bucks. Feel for Baker, who just will never have stability no matter what. You're going to lose Dave Canales also. So, yeah, it's it's tough for Bucks fans. It's up to uh, Shroppy's point that certainly – uh, most of the Bucks fans, I haven't seen any Bucks fans say, oh, okay, that's fine. We, right. I, I don't mind losing them. Yeah. No, it seems like everybody wanted them because of how bad that offense was run. And it's post Byron Leftwich, and Byron Leftwich once was thought of as a creative mind and, and a worthwhile head coaching candidate, but it didn't work out in the end there. I did want to revisit this article, which was written before Canales was hired, but I find it interesting because – ESPN often does these back and forths between ESPN NFL insiders, and they'll just basically put the conversation up on ESPN.com. And so when it came to what's the latest on the Panthers job, it was Jeremy Fowler and Dan Graziano talking back and forth. And Jeremy Fowler says, what's funny, Dan, is that new Titans coach Brian Callahan had some traction in Carolina. He was set to interview there Tuesday so Callahan agreeing to terms with Tennessee on Monday night probably sent waves through Carolina's building. Graziano said, indeed, I had Callahan to the Panthers in the predictions file I wrote last week, but the Titans zeroed in on him early and moved quickly to get him on Monday night while he still had plans to visit Carolina and Atlanta in the ensuing days. Again, the offensive coordinator pool is a shallow one this year, and if the Panthers are focused on an offensive coach and can't get Ben Johnson, Canales could have the inside track at this point. Well, he was right. He was right. Canales ends up being that guy, and if he's right about that, and Fowler and Graziano both thought that Callahan was gaining a lot of traction, Wes, how close were we to having a different head coach and it just being a different OC, the one that comes from Cincinnati? Yeah, I mean, it could have been, and that's how this goes. And that's why I said you don't know who's on the top of the other's board. You don't know Tennessee obviously valued Callahan, and that's why I said yesterday that at first I was a little bit skeptical of them hiring him because um, hiring Canales because I felt like if he was the guy that they really, really wanted, that they would have done it already because he was sitting there for them. There was nothing holding them back. And that's how I felt they really wanted to talk to Ben Johnson. But I think that they really did get the feel. And I'm sure they have sources that told them, hey, you know, you're not going to be able to get Ben Johnson. It's not going to work. I think if, if they would have had a shot to land him, I think that this hire doesn't happen. But I think they knew it was going to be Benny 
or it was going to be Dave, Davey. Davey, okay. All right. Yeah, it's okay. And, yeah, it was going to be it was going to be one of those two guys. And I think once they got word, they said we cannot let. Uh, this thing slip out of our hands. Let's go get our guy. What is funny here on the text line, it, there are so many people writing in that we were saying positive stuff last year. Like, look, we're just not going to be able to convince anybody. No matter what kind of facts, opinions we bring to the table, I get it. I stand for P saying bottom line, it's just talking season. We all know come this time next year, for sure, we'll all know. He's right. It is talking season, and that's what I get paid to do for a living. I'm just talking to you, letting you know what my opinion is on it. And somebody else wrote in, hey, I was more excited about the quote-unquote all-star staff than I was, and I was with Reich, than I was, excuse me, with Reich himself. You brought in Thomas Brown, Averro, Caldwell, McCown, Deuce, and there turned out to be too many cooks. And I just thought everybody was going to be able to handle that professionally and do what was best for the team, but that didn't happen. Instead, they went to David Tepper and started texting him. I don't like what this guy's doing. Yeah. Hey, Dave, Frank Reich's <laughs> making bad decisions. Davey? We should do something about this. Yeah, Davey would probably fire him if he got called Davey immediately. Yeah. But yeah, I this is this feels like much more conventional. This feels like the right way to do things. And that's ultimately what it comes down to to me. You hire a hot offensive coordinator, not in looks, but maybe even a little bit there too. You hire a hot offensive coordinator that did a nice job with a quarterback that had not had this kind of success before, except for maybe one year in Cleveland when they win that postseason game. But at the very best, you could call Baker Mayfield inconsistent with what he's done so far. And you brought him to over 4,000 yards, winning a playoff game against a bad Philly team, but competing against a good Detroit team. And so now that you bring that guy in, you hide your GM first. So hopefully your GM based off of a relationship that he had built spending seven years with them, hires the guy that he always wanted to, and it wasn't David Tepper's call on who the coach was going to be, even though I'm sure he had some pull in that. Hopefully Dan Morgan was also step-by-step step alongside him. And then, now we just got to let Dave Canales hire who he wants to as his staff, and then build from there. Lots of work to be done, but I like this first step to what they're going to do this offseason. See what he can do. All right, one more segment to go. And then we'll pass the baton off to Willie P filling in for Kyle Bailey because Kyle Bailey's out. So, He's, of course, the news had to break because the news is going to break. Right. I didn't know if they were going to be able to hold off until next week. But, nope, they're deciding to hire a coach today. And we'll give you one more segment of analysis before Willie P steps in. <laughs> more Wesson Walker Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Well, I told you that we had to throw away the rundown. I did the whole ceremonial 
crumbling up of the piece of paper and then threw it in the trash can. The recycling bin. The recycling bin. We oh, that's why you did that. I didn't catch that at first. Yeah, that's why I did it. Yeah, that was yeah. the whole joke. You didn't get that? Yeah. I did Sorry. not. I hope other people did. Shroppy, you got it, I right? got it. He I fancy myself with it because I was looking at the computer <laughs> screen because everything was just a, a, just scrambling. And so, it was. Uh, when I heard the paper crumbling, I didn't get it. He, right. he even said throwing away the rundown. He did. I, yeah, it's I true. It's okay. He did. I'm saying he, he did. Third I was so immersed. It's okay. You were. <laughs> um, and that's okay to be focused on the job at hand. Alice analysis. Talking about that Dave Canalysis here on Russ <laughs> and Walker. I that, dude. I know. We keep rolling with it. We're going to use it to death. I mean, there's going to be a segment. I'm I'm telling you right now, as soon as he was hired and I just said analysis on, boom, there we go. Canalysis, baby. That's what we're rolling with. I, now, I threw away the rundown, but what we were going to do today was a lot of different stuff. Like, honestly, probably shouldn't have put it in the recycling bin because we could have just used it for tomorrow. So I apologize to all the trees that had just killed by throwing that away <laughs> unnecessarily. So I will tell you that we were trying to fit in some shroppy hockey and some Canes talk from yeah. Wes Bryant and... Aaron Shropshire. Black ice. I'm not going to be able to help you all out, but I know that there was a big win last night over the Bruins. And so what were some of the key takeaways? Shroppy, Wes, who wants to take it away with all this hockey analysis that I cannot contribute to? <laughs> well, take it away. Wes. Well, I just started out. Jordan Martin, you know, got the goal with 227 left. It was a tie game. The Canes were up 2-0, but the Bruins came storming back in the belly of the beast that was Boston. Walk, I was sitting down, I was like, man, if they had been playing this matchup while we were in uh, Boston, we might have had a different outing uh, that night. Oh, man, I'm not missing game. it. I'm sorry. I can't. You, I, you would not. Oh, no, I would have gone at, at, if you're telling but me. But if we'd had to choose, you would have yeah. chosen if we had to choose. I'm, I'm catching Celtics-Knicks in yeah. Boston. Okay. I'm okay. seeing the rafters, man. <laughs> like, I'm seeing all the bands. But that would have been are... hard to happen because they both play in the say. same building. Right. So. Yeah, we would have been good, but NHL tickets are expensive. But anyway, they got the job done, man. Canes have been playing great hockey over the last month, month and a half, and that was a big win going up against Boston, man, a team that even though they disappointed last year losing in the first round, uh, that's a team that we know at the end of the day still has the potential, strong potential to be standing in the way of the Canes and their Stanley Cup quest. Yeah, well, and I, I think it's nice, too, that last night we saw Spencer Martin, the new goalie we picked up, have a – Good performance. I mean, that was yeah. that was a guy, once we picked him up, a lot of people were very concerned that it would be more of the same of what we've seen with uh, goaltenders here, which is inconsistency, sadly. But, I mean, he uh, had a 93% save percentage last night, saving 26 of 28 shots. I mean, Bruins, the Bruins are a great team, obviously. I mean, so to uh, put up that is, is nice to see. And... We're just going to keep on hunting down the Rangers, dude, because we have another game tonight against the Devils, which is a Metropolitan uh, Division matchup. So that's a really important one. I'd say more important than the Bruins game, honestly, uh, because they're right on our heels, too. Yeah, so. the Bruins game was important for perception. Yep. You know, you won, especially on the road. You get to go up in and then they got the Coyotes uh, Saturday. Is, I love the NHL. The Coyotes man. or the Coyotes? I forget. Coyotes. Yeah, I'll be Coyotes. I couldn't right? remember. Yeah, I thought I, I thought it was. But yeah, the Coyotes truly. Yeah, yours truly <laughs> will be in attendance uh, for that match. Okay. You might see your boy in the fan tunnel. You know, stuff like that, hanging out. So, did you ask if you could be in the fan tunnel, and they said uh, yes? Not. This is all my mom's stuff. Oh, they're having okay. a mental health awareness night, so that's how. There you go. I uh, got the extra ticket. I didn't know because we've had probably a handful of Kane's guests, yeah. and you've asked them to sound the siren every but time. But you already know they have a new uh, marketing uh, woman there, so you know that while I'm there, I'm either going to put my name on the list, yeah, do it this year if somebody falls out, 
or for next season, just letting them know, hey, let's go ahead and mark it down mm-hmm. right now, next season. Mm-hmm. I need to be back in the building sounding that damn siren. Shrappy, what would be a bigger deal for you? Yeah. Would it be going out to Truist Field and getting into the net and defending some of those shots or sounding the siren for a Hurricanes game? Oh, that's a tough question, man, because <laughs> being on that ice downtown was amazing. I'll never forget that. But I think sounding the siren would be awesome. Just what having if, the crowd. What if the whole crowd is, Shrappy, I mean, come Shrappy, on. I need Shrappy, it. I need yeah! it. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I think I think that might top the playing on Truist Field. I, I think, don't know. I, that would be tough to beat. By the way, 336 said Panthers are totally stealing your Canalysis title for a weekly website segment next season. I can see it now. You Darren, already know. Darren Gant. You better get it trademarked. Dave Canalis talking there. Panthers Canalysis. I do need to get a trademark. You should do it today. You get your bag, man. I got to care about it more, and I just don't. If the Panthers want to, we'll always know. I you have, have witnesses. To pay you probably about a good half a mil. <laughs> I don't think so. If I do care about half a mil, if that was possible, then they I would the try lawyers. to trademark. They'll probably, uh, they probably speed up that process very quickly to beat you to the punch. Especially uh, they do like to listen to our show, so they definitely are not. Uh, they're not gonna have it. They're gonna make sure they get to it after they heard us talking about it. I'm smart enough to realize that I'm not going to win a legal battle with David Tepper over canalysis. I'm not going to do that. So I'm probably going to lose that one. All right. We can read some of these text messages. A bagel guy repeating a West favorite. Closed mouths don't get fed. That's right, baby. <laughs> That's why he keeps asking <laughs> to sound the siren. No sleep. Ned says uh, we need another offensive coordinator position or at least another OC position with Byron Leftwich. And, you know, we were talking about that early on. Real quickly, is there any chance that you think Dave Canales doesn't call plays for the Panthers next no, year? No, I don't think so. Uh, like you said, he was brought in here. That's that's his specialty. So uh, he's going to be heavily involved in this offense going forward. So I don't think that that happens. I, I saw Josh Norris tweet this out, too, and, and this has kind of picked up some steam as well. He said, I'd expect Dave Canales to bring Brad Idzik with him to Carolina. That was Bucks wide receiver coach last year. And he was the only coach that Canales brought with him from Seattle. The majority of the other offensive coaches were already on the Tampa Bay staff. And so maybe Brad Idzik, the wide receivers coach, is uh, going to be coming alongside Dave Canales. So who knows? I, I don't I don't know if anybody is clamoring to keep wide receiver coach Sean Jefferson here, even though I know he was praised. Just yeah. same thing with James Campen. That that really is tough to decipher what coaches truly were terrible. What coaches had just a down year? What coaches were affected by what was a bad coach with Frank Reich and all of the mess that was surrounding them, bad players? Because that's tough, right? You you can't just erase somebody's history in the league because of what was a terrible season where nothing was going right. I mean, I still still think James Campen is a good offensive line coach. It just was a terrible offensive line this year. So many different injuries. And if Frank Reich wants to run a different scheme... Compared to last year, and Campen had already adapted to what was run the previous season, then maybe it's just not Campen, right? It's tough because we're trying to figure out who to point the blame to, who to give respect to, and 
it's really tough to decipher all of that. But we'll let Canales make those decisions as he is the new head coach of the Carolina Panthers. We're not done talking about it here on WFNZ. Willie P is going to continue the analysis on the other side of the break on the Kyle Bailey show. He's going to be joined, of course, as he always is, by Mr. Smoke Ludwig. Thanks for listening to Wesson Walker. We'll be back with you tomorrow from 12 to 3 right here on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ.